us after breakfast. What's before lunch? It's Austin, Texas. It's weird brunch. That's my yes. mic check now. It's just me it's snacking just on shit. Fritos. Yeah. That would be terrible for everyone. I'm eating a carrot right now. <laughs> Please no, don't. Okay, here, hold on. Let's get some stereo going on. Ready? Too. Ready? Let's go. Oh, God. What it's a so nightmare. Gross. That's ASMR, baby. Mm-hmm. That's disgusting. If we're going to name our podcast after food, we should eat the whole time, honestly. That's true. It is. Yeah, God, we should. No one just would get listen. Loaded. Mm hmm. Get really drunk on and champagne. Eat gro- like wet eggs. Mm. Ew. Yeah. You Why would you say that? Uh, the bumped minute you said out. wet eggs, <laughs> your face broke. Out. Oh my I god. I hated it. I don't know why it came out. That's why we wet say that in French. Eggs. It's quiche. You call it quiche and then nobody's grossed out by it. Jesus. Now I'm grossed out by quiche. Is quiche just wet eggs? I thought it was like a pie. You know. Quiche is a pie. A pie. <laughs> I thought it was a pie. Okay, Scarlett. I do declare. <laughs> Welcome to our Steel Magnolias podcast. <laughs> <sighs> what do we call this? Close. We're Weird calling brunch. it Weird Brunch. Weird Brunch. Well, that's why we're grossed out by quiche. We're grossed out by what? I'll eggs. still eat quiche. I am grossed out by wet eggs. That's <laughs> <laughs> just Being wet eggs. I yeah, know, it's my favorite. Not it sounds cool. fun to say, but it's horrific it to is. hear. I'm picturing like eggs left out in the rain. You know, just kind of soaked. I'm not sad cracked eggs. little eggs sad out little in the rain. Yeah. I'm just thinking about like the buffet eggs where you're like, this yeah, they're kind of like sweaty this. looking. Yeah, and it's like oh, all yeah. yolk. No. Sweaty yeah. all yolk eggs. It's all yolk. They take all of the egg whites out <laughs> for the moms there. The moms need the egg whites. They, they do. Hi. No, yeah, you've learned some things in the last yeah. 24 hours. In the last five seconds, really. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to our podcast. We're here to tell you stories. Because it's weird brunch, bitch. It's weird brunch. And yeah. I'm Whitney Lamond. Oh, I'm Lisa Friedrich. Yeah. I'm Karina Magyar. And we're all drunk and eating. Yeah. Carrots Let's, and Fritos. Carrots it's and Fritos. Brilliant <laughs> combo. This was a better intro than our first episode. So, yeah, we well, missed all of it. It's a we pilot episode. Switch. You know, sometimes you, you know, retool. Yeah. Yeah. We could always switch. Yeah, we can just live our lives. Like switch like between having good and bad intros. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> you I never like know that. what the you're next gonna one, get. Mm-hmm. Back to Steel Magnolia's podcast. Back to Ella DeGeneres. Back to wet eggs. <laughs> oh my god, if we call this wet eggs, we'd get like zero subscribers. Or I mean, we get, still might. <laughs> or we'd get a really like weird niche many. audience yeah. of like two thousand yeah. men. Yeah. I love yolk. <laughs> I like my yolk wet. <laughs> wet eggs. What's the squish in between your feet? <laughs> Tell me how much you like it. <laughs> My mom used to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, call her, we called her feet her egg beaters. Until <laughs> oh. <laughs> she went to egg oh, whites. Like all moms do. Okay. I'm still into those though. Don't don't <laughs> get me wrong. Uh, egg beaters. Yeah. Now I just want to go to a buffet. Right, I kind of. You want to hit up Golden Corral? Let's Are they do. Open I used to go every Sunday. They have like a once. chocolate fountain. Yeah, it was like once a month on Sundays. 
I don't know why I'm always telling Beaumont stories when I'm on here, but here we are. Because uh, when you think weird stories, you well, think Beaumont. Also, yeah, you Beaumont. Think Golden Corral. You think That's Beaumont. True. Let's all be fair. Well, about who's it. going? I don't know. Beaumont I mean, lots of people go to Golden Corral. Do it. There's a good I support it. On the Golden Corral in Beaumont's <laughs> probably on like some sort of magic like ley line or earth chakra point of weird. Like it's probably it all. It is in a weird place. Yeah. You have to go under like a train overpass. So it's like a narrow, like tiny. That's usually where they put the gay bars. They put a Golden Corral there. That is the gay bar in Beaumont. No, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. It's more progressive than the places around it, to be fair. Okay. There you go, Beaumont. Hold that in your hat. <laughs> That's all you got. That's all you Hold get. Spindle top hat. dried up, bitches. <laughs> That's not for anyone. I'm sorry I said that. Oh, what? I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Spindle top. It's um, something about sewing? No, it was actually a... Uh, I'll get into it. It was actually a... Um, uh, oil rig? Oil? Yeah. Like they struck oil in like right outside of Beaumont. It's Black called Spindle Top. Texas tea. Uh, yes. Got it. Um, and they struck oil in Beaumont or right outside in this place called Spindletop. Uh-huh. And it made Beaumont a lot of money. Was and this like the first oil strike in Texas? I no, feel like I've been possibly. to the museum and seen there stuff. There is a museum. Yeah. In Beaumont? There's about a oil? couple of them. Well, well, I was talking about the Texas State Museum here. Oh. Did they talk about Spindletop? They talk about the first oil strike and I know it was in somewhere. Oh, then yeah, it was Spindletop. Okay. Because I don't know why they would make such a big deal out of it if that wasn't the first one. It's like that one and then like Lucky Lucy or whatever the UT one is. What's that called? They've dragged it down here and put it in her face. Like didn't UT have a strike? Oh, is that the one that's on That's where all their money came. Yeah, all their money came from that. Really? Yeah. That sounds like a fucking cover up too. (laughs) (laughs) That is not everything's a cover up. Government conspiracies for last episode. you just strike oil. I think that might be some skull and bones bullshit. Paul oh, okay. Walker's dead ass is behind oh, this. <laughs> R.I.P. Man, he made you tea. He was beautiful. He made you tea. <laughs> oh, he made. <laughs> he made the University of Texas. I was. I thought Whitney had some story about like Paul Walker no. making her tea. He made you tea. <laughs> oh really my excited. God! You had tea with Paul Walker. That's Jesus so Christ! That is. Doesn't that sound awesome? Fantastic. I wish that had happened for you. Oh my God, that's all I wanted. Do you think you ever made tea for anyone, though? Yeah. No. Have you made tea for anyone? Look, he was an actor at some point. Therefore, he was a waiter. Therefore, he's made tea for somebody. But even if you're a waiter, have you made tea? You you pour it into a glass. You're not making it. Yeah, you're not like putting a pot. Japanese call that good in their ceremonies <laughs> what i don't They're understand what that means the tea i don't i just all i'm, I'm basing this look all of my information <laughs> is coming from fast and the furious and karate kid right now i have no yeah that's no that's a his, right. those are historical those are histori- movies <laughs> perfect for fact gathering totally i'm still looking up the ut like oil strike rig really? it has he a name UT? just control f Paul Walker, and it'll be like <laughs> he made UT because <laughs> he traveled that. through fucking time, y'all. I prefer yeah, that story. The government was like, "We have to kill you," and that's what happened. The government killed Paul Walker. I don't think so. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that didn't Ellen happen. Ellen DeGeneres killed Paul Walker. Not that I believe. 
That I 100% believe. I'm going to keep coming up with Paul Walker conspiracies on who killed him. I know it wasn't The I Rock, I want you though. to keep coming up with misdeeds that the Ellen Rock DeGeneres has done. Oh, yeah. Just like this That's is great. This, we should rename the podcast Ellen DeGeneres' Rap Sheet. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres did it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anybody thinks The Rock did anything Okay. Bad. He saved two Pomeranians from drowning. He's a, yeah. he's a did hero. Did he really? With his, I love The Rock. With his I bare hands. Mm. Dwayne Johnson can... Oh, yeah. He's the, I bet if you Google... One of my favorite things to do is Google, in quotes, an actor's name and then misconduct. And I guarantee if you Google... Dwayne Johnson, Johnson misconduct, here we go. nothing misconduct. pops up. I bet nothing pops up. All right, here it and comes. And you would be shocked who does pop up with shit. I, I I'm believe sure most you. people do. People most fuck people up. Do. People are I mean, there's a reason I have my Maui figurine on top of my refrigerator that CJ got yes, me. Yes, I remember that. And it plays Moana songs. Okay, the only thing that comes up is him endorsing this exact Google test. What? what? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. He endorses the rock test. Treat all women the way you would treat Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <sighs> With that fucking respect, guy. candy asses. I love him. That's not fair. What do you mean? Well, because I like to have sex with women. But like, if So you don't rock. treat them like the rock? Dwayne the Rock Johnson? I don't necessarily want to have sex with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Is that okay? No. Yeah, but <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody wants you to take a stand. No, that's um, fine. You know what? I feel like he'd be gentle. I give him a shot. Yeah, whatever. He could make me tea. Right? Yeah. Did he make you tea? <laughs> <laughs> do you see how crazy that sounds? Because you I do now. I <laughs> look. I don't vet my thoughts uh, before I say them. Mm. That's why I'm on a podcast. Because it's editable. Yep. Oh, for a second, I thought you said edible. It can be. Currently not. No, should we all take another Shove bite? Shove some more Fritos into your face. Have <laughs> we done <laughs> enough to our audience? Yeah, nobody wants to hear the mouse, mouse, <sighs> mouse right. noises. Should we tell some stories? Yeah. All right. Karina, yeah. it's up to you okay. to start us out. I'm going to do something that I'll try not to do too often on this podcast, but I'm going to tell a story from the history of France. Yay! Here we go. My last name is French. Is it specifically France like most that you're obsessed with the history of? Right now. Yeah. Right now I'm totally, totally francophile. She's a French fry, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dumb. I'm sorry. That's okay. So we're going to talk about Sophie Blanchard, who was the first woman to be a professional balloonist in the early 1800s. I wonder like how many there animals? are total. Well, at the time, this was the shit. Like, getting into balloons was, like, the way to go. Like balloon She's animal, like Amelia like Earhart she... of balloons? Yes. Are you talking okay. about hot air balloons? I'm talking about flying balloons. Oh. Wizard well, now of Oz shit. Well, stupid twice on this podcast in the background going, balloon animals? I have no information about whether she did or did not make balloon animals. Oh, I bet she did. Okay. Well, good. So she got into it the way that all women get into interesting professions because her husband was doing it and she had to help him. So anyway, he what was a like a good girl. Yeah, right. He was like a famous balloon misogynist. guy. I hate it. You're a misogynist. misogynist. From 
from like 1780 to 1808, he was like the balloon guy in France. And she would like help him, but she couldn't go up in the balloon because that's dangerous. That's oh, a frail woman. Real. Frail woman, yeah. And it really was dangerous. This was like astronaut level at that time because you couldn't control a balloon. Nobody knew anything about anything. Mm-hmm. This was the only way to fly was ever. She, was she top heavy? <laughs> no, she's she had kinda, a delicate I like composition. That you scrolled up to a picture of her. Let's yeah, check nah, out her. No, nah, nah, she's she's French. Anyway, so <laughs> that explains it. Yeah. Anyway, this was a really dangerous time in ballooning. People died. A lot of people died. In fact, it was pretty much if you're going to be a balloonist, eventually you're going to die. Hindenburg. Yeah. Well, not right. quite. That was later, but true. Close to a balloon. Um, but, but people loved it because like it was people fucking flying. That was just people went nuts for it. So it was kind of a touring thing, kind of like halfway between a carnival. And then like there was a whole thing where balloons were really useful for military purposes because there was no airplanes. So yeah. this is your way to get up there and surveil shit or drop things on people. Yeah, but then you mm-hmm. have to like wait until you get down to be like, hey, by the way. Yeah. They're uh, coming. Oh, they're already here. Yeah. There's Sorry. a <laughs> lot of good stories like that. And oh, I could really? go on and on about the communist takeover of Paris of 1870 and how they survived the siege by dropping pushing balloons in the air and just hoping that they would land near a friendly army. It was awesome. Please do go on and on. It's really cool. And they'd sometimes end up accidentally like right in the hands of the Germans and sometimes in the ocean and sometimes in England. they couldn't control where it was going. No, but they were desperate because there was literally, there was no way in or out of the city. It was a siege. And they they were mostly going to get the news because they just didn't know what the hell was going on in the world and if anybody was going to come rescue them. That's the siege of Paris. That's a whole other thing. Longer than 15 minutes, I think. This was, yeah, yeah. this was <laughs> way before that. That was when ballooning was actually pretty controlled and they'd figured it out for the most part. This was 100 years before then that this dude started ballooning around. And he died in 1808. And he left debt, like any good husband. That was it, just nothing but debt. And Sophie was like, I, a woman, I didn't get to go to school I don't have any way to make a living. The only thing I know how to do is launch balloons. I'm going to climb on this balloon for money. Yeah. And she did. And she instantly became the most famous person in France. Like she was just, people were like, whoa, she's so brave. Like how crazy is that? A lady. A lady. In a hot air balloon. balloon? (laughs) My God, I'll faint at the thought. These weren't hot air balloons because those were expensive. You had to have enough fuel to light the fire, to heat up the air. Later in her life when she was rich and famous, she had one hot air balloon, but she did helium balloons because helium was real cheap for some reason. Hmm. Dangerous. So, yeah, most of these were helium balloons and they shot up like a bullet. And if you didn't know exactly how to use your ballast, you would just go straight up into the air until you died. And that's how a lot of people died doing balloons. So... She took on this extremely, extremely dangerous profession, and she was amazing at it. Like, one of her first exhibitions, she couldn't get the balloon to go up. Like, there wasn't enough hydrogen, yeah, there wasn't enough hydrogen in it. Mm-hmm. So she just cut off the basket to make it lighter and just held onto the strings. What? And went up. Yeah. What a psycho. <gasps> yeah, that's and people her- were like, whoa, that's awesome. And she just kind of balanced on this tiny little hoop that was holding the strings together and stayed up there for two hours going all the way down the river in France, like like a tour from one city wow. to the next until she finally came down because she got super cold, like she almost froze to death. But she did it because it was all publicity and yeah. it was all for money. and Make some money. It was the only way she could, yeah, turn a buck. 
So that made her per- super famous, and then she became she had like one big super fan, and that super fan was Napoleon. Napoleon loved her ass. Dynamite. No, Napoleon Bonaparte. the first. Yes. There you go. He thought she was the shit. Close. So they she got to do tea. all these official balloon demonstrations in Paris, and she like invented all these interesting like experiments to do to prove how air worked. Was like he they, a fan, or was he like were they like boning? Well, I think he was just a fan. According to all the research I did, he was just a fan. But keep in mind, this is France. Okay. <laughs> so they're probably boning. I don't She didn't die of syphilis, so there's no proof. Bone apart. Um, so think about, like, nobody knew what going up in the air was like. So nobody knew what coming down from the air was like. So this is when they literally invented the parachute. And what she did was, like, she proved how parachutes work or, like, popularized them in front of people by dropping things off of her balloon. Things like dogs. <gasps> They all landed safely. Thank God. With their parachutes. The ones they mentioned in the article. I would like to fact check. Well, I don't know. This bitch wasn't out there killing poodles. There was no humane society. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that they landed safely. They did. She dropped uh, fireworks. So she'd light the fireworks, drop them off. They would parachute down and then they would go up and explode. And it was like a whole big thing that she did. That's awesome. I feel like this was maybe CJ in a past life. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Probably. He He would definitely definitely be behind this. He would like it. Um, So when she was on the ground, she was afraid of everything. She had social anxiety. She hated traveling in carriages. She hated moving. She was afraid of everything unless she was in the air. And then all of a sudden she was like, bad bitch, I'll do what I want. What's her name again? Sophie Blanchard. Sophie. Mm-hmm. All right. So she just loved going up in the sky. Oh, I love her. One time she went up in the sky a little too far, and she got a nosebleed from like going like higher than Mount Everest and then coming back down. Yeah. And everybody was like, this is too dangerous. You really got to stop. And she's like, but I love it so much. So she did it again and got another nosebleed. So this kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> she's doing a lot of she's coke up there. She's flying too close to the sun, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the a little bit of like a, bleeding all over a the little place. Icarus. icarus Yeah. Kind of story. And she like went on for how long? A decade. A good decade. She was... I don't know how to even like the Ariana Grande of France. Like just everybody knew who she was and people had opinions about whether or not she was appropriate, but everybody was like, what's she going to do next? Right. Who's she dating? What's she doing? So her last flight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that (laughs) That automatically sounds sad. I know. Was in 1819. Uh, It was a big public demonstration. Everybody was there. Uh, really famous and she wanted to make like she was going to do something special for the first time with fireworks and it was really windy uh, and it was pretty dangerous but she was like no I sold the tickets the show must go on I'm gonna do it and she was nervous for the first time people were like wow she's never been nervous before but she like knew this bad is. omens yeah so she went up and she went about halfway up and then she stopped ascending and she was like oh shit and she realized there was a leak in the balloon. So some of the hydrogen was just leaking at the top and she wasn't going to get to go any higher. Helium or hydrogen? Hydrogen. Sorry, okay. I said helium earlier, but it was hydrogen. Okay. Okay. Oh. Like yeah. the bomb. Right. So she uh, realized she didn't have much time in the air. She was going to come back down. Everybody paid for this like huge fireworks show. So she's like, all right, I got to do it. And she let off the fireworks. Fireworks went up. They didn't go up enough. And they blew up her balloon. And her balloon caught on fire. 
but then she drifted in this flaming balloon that was rapidly descending over the rooftops of Paris. And everybody saw it. Like so many people, were, thousands of people were there on hand watching this flaming disaster with this young woman. Sophie, up. no. They weren't like in baskets, like hot air balloons that can hold like 50 people. Hydrogen can't pull that many people up. She's basically in a lawn chair, just drifting oh under this God. high hydrogen bomb. Lands on a rooftop, has time to yell, help, and then the netting catches her up, drags her off the roof, no! and throws her to the ground, and she's shattered into a million pieces. No. Like, she's just a pile of she goop. She made it, and She then... got on the roof and didn't hop off? She got on the roof, and she tried to hop off, but she her foot, like, <gasps> caught, caught in the netting that was going up to the balloon, and it dragged her off the mm. rooftop and smashed her. And the most messed up part of this story is that if you google sophie blanchard you might get a headshot of her but you're gonna get like six or seven different famous engravings of her death everybody in france oh. saw it it was the like news story of the year and everybody had their own little drawing of this like woman going down in flames oh. and it ended up being like a kid or icarus thing like yeah don't put your woman in a balloon yeah don't fly too close <laughs> to, the to the fireworks to the fireworks I wouldn't do an air balloon. in a hydrogen in balloon so How old was she when she died? That's a really good question. She was probably like in her, maybe in her 40s. Like she wasn't okay. old. Um, well, at that time that was old. Yeah, kind of. Because she was helping her. Time, people were like living maybe to 60. I mean, right? she, but early, she had let me look just that up. become early a widow. 1800s. She got to spread her wings finally. I feel like women getting widowed was the best thing. that. She was happen. born Shit, in 1778 right? and she died in 1819. So she was 31, 41 years Thank old. God, you can do math. I was yeah, 41. lost. Um, she and died what year? 1819. Okay. Yeah. So this all took place around... That's right after Colonel Jackson sailed the mighty Mississippi. I only know that from a song that my dad used to sing. Who's Colonel Jackson and why was he uh, sailing? Andrew Mississippi? Jackson. Uh, oh, because he wanted to go yeah, down there yeah, and like yeah. impose slavery. Right? Yes. I forgot about that happy story. <laughs> the Battle of New Orleans, 1814. Yes. Mm. Got it. Yeah, God forbid New Orleans be liberated. I feel like that your dad would sing that to you. Yeah, I know all the words <laughs> to this weird fucked up song about Andrew Jackson. That's great. Yeah, so that's my Sophie Blanchard story. So there's one, I, I didn't print them out for you, but no, there's you don't one have of to. her balloon on fire. Oh, Sophie. And then here's another one. Wait, it's on the Wikipedia page. Was she? I bet she was. There's pretty. another one that's all in color. She oh, was kind of pretty. Yeah. Not that it matters, but I mean, I'm there's just another saying. one of like flames and her hitting the rooftop. Can you imagine? It's sort of like the Challenger explosion, except you actually got to see the human carnage part. Like it uh. wasn't just the explosion, but then the bodies came down fully intact and hit the ground not intact at all in the midst of a crowd of women, children, adult, like everybody saw poodles. this firsthand. Poodles, dead, flattened poodles. Sophie. Horses. Ugh. Uh. Napoleon. Napoleon was upset, I hope. Yeah, that... that it's weird to me because I always think of Napoleon as like a million years ago, but he totally wasn't. Yeah. Like, he seems so old. He's such a weird piece of history. Because, like, there's the French Revolution, which we right. all know, right, Les Mis? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, they were, like, Can practically... You hear the people sing? communist for a while or like very socialist very like the first socialist country ever basically right 
and it lasted up until Napoleon showed up, took over, took over all of Europe, made France an empire like for a decade tops. Yeah. And then that was it. And then they went back to being, you know, right. just, just regular France. That was it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so weird. Because it's so I mean, late in the game. around with, like, Brazil and shit. He did a lot of weird shit. Well, like, and tried to go into Russia, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, he's... I, it's just insane to me. Because, like, nowadays you think, okay, well, nobody's going to try and claim any other lands because it's modern and... It has been for hundreds of years, gone. but Napoleon was like, I don't know about well, that. Well, Russia just grabbed a whole bunch of That's true. Crimea and parts of Ukraine. Yeah. And we couldn't, we just were like, don't. Hey, stop. Hey, stop it. Okay, we'll give you your own puppet president. Yeah. Have y'all heard Come that over, Finland's rig our election. What's not real? Fairmonts? Wait, what? Finland? Finland that is not real? Finland isn't mm-hmm. real? Okay, I think I know what you're talking about, but tell me what you're talking about. There's just a theory that Finland isn't real. Oh, like North Dakota? Nope. Like Finland, like the country. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, but like maybe it's not. The Finnish people. Hmm. Are they Finnish or are they Swedish? Like, let's really talk about it. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't. I don't is really. Finnish a language? I don't want to like solidify. Yes, it's hmm. part of the Finno-Ugric language group it's the only language related to hungarian i'm like already established as the nerd on this podcast no that's what i don't want to get into finnish history this much just saying like there might be some things we need to talk about sweden and russia have both tried to colonize finland but they are their own people and they have their own language like a thing no if something north dakota is not a thing like it's just sweden and then nothing and then russia (laughs) why are people picking on finland like this they're not i feel bad for them it's finland's just not a thing i'm getting really upset lisa (laughs) She's Finland of Finnish Oma. descent. I'm not. Look up. Just look up. say Finland it. doesn't exist. Look uh, it up. All right. Google it. All right. All right. You were That'll right about the rocks. Thing. So Finland doesn't exist. At least every episode, if Lisa were, says to Google look up it. something. If it, oh, shit. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> What's it say? It says, does Finland exist? Many don't think so. Dude. Oh, my God. This, what kind of bullshit is this? That's, I love it. I love it so much. Just, God. I've li- okay, <laughs> it's fine. That's fine. I'm going to let it go because it's flat earther kind of crap. Yes, exactly. It's and there's like so the, many better countries to pick on. The Holocaust didn't happen type of people. Oh, 100%. Like, this is that exactly. Finland doesn't exist. See, if you'd said, like, but, um, Albania doesn't exist, nobody would, like, disagree. But Finland yeah. has has yeah. A, there's a whole thing. There's a whole going thing on. going on there. What's going on? Finnish stuff. What is we going don't on know. In We're self-centered Americans. The thing win is frozen in Finland. Shh. Yes. No. <laughs> it is now. Yelling yes. yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> Shut up, Lisa. Yes. <laughs> don't you know? You can't. They've won lots of winter olympics medals oh, they build snow like what like all of them like they Where? win the whole winter olympics sometimes the entirety For of Sweden, the winter olympics. no i i think the winter olympics have been in the finland. swedes don't want anything to do with finland You're no right. they hate them it's probably russia because Russia's like dope and all their people but they're like here's our second string we'll call it finland okay well that's pretty good because actually there was no country of finland until like after world war one did there were you Finnish just people. Turn there I were Finnish people, but it was Russia territory. Oh. So they were Russian people. Fuck. 
No, they spoke their language, their real language that's only related to Hungarian. You're convincing me now. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. happening. Hell yeah. God damn it. But like, how do you well, explain? Well, I'm going to move to Finland then. How do you explain Minnesota? Minnesota's not real either. <laughs> Minnesota. They say bagel. That's all I got on them. All right. Well, I'm upset and I should stop talking because I'm going to like get really mad. I just like that I'm high enough to convince you of something that's completely insane. Well, you every time you tell me to Google something, it, it's you're right. popping up. How much are you Googling? Shit's I am very online. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of the dark web? She's I, there too. I might be too online. You're probably, you are the dark web. I, yeah, I invented the dark web. Okay. I do have a story that's not dark at all. It's just real sweet. Oh, I like sweet stories. Do it. Let's go. So in, uh, you know how you're on a submarine? It's bad. It's real tight. Like I went on one when I was 12 because mm-hmm. my brother wanted to. And I was like, I fucking hate you, dude. And then he punched me in the stomach because I was like, I hate being here. I don't know why we're at this fucking like war museum. It was in Alabama. It was bad. But then <laughs> the whole family wanted to go on the damn Su- submarine. I almost called it a subway. You all wanted to live on. They the all wanted submarine? to go on this submarine. Mm-hmm. And was, was it like, an underwater, like no, really in the water? Or was it was like in, in a water. museum. Okay, but it wasn't under. It was, <laughs> obviously, it wasn't underwater. Lisa, god damn it! So I mean, it could well, be it could like be. a museum with like, like a you walk down and it's like it half underwater. Yeah, it could have happened. We believe it. We're just, just here for like your story. Just tell us. A ride at Disney World. Um, so. It's really tight. Is all that's the whole story. Is that I got nice and tight. I gotcha. Yeah. Wait, that's your story. Well, I got no. The Why'd whole you, story is no, one time Lisa got up. claustrophobic. You had to print that off the internet. Yeah, <laughs> so this is my fucking live it's, journal. It's just the ABC. <laughs> so me, what was your, your live on this journal? Post? What was your feeling on this post? Claustrophobic. Moody. Moody. Okay. Um. Constantly. So in 1941, since we're talking so much about how Russia owns everything and Finland isn't real, Russia did a really sweet thing. And no. they, um, they didn't have much to give, but the British uh, Navy was, or whatever they call it. Yeah, the boat, yeah. the boat Mar- people? Maritime Go for fighters. It. I don't know. Um, That's the Navy. Okay. Okay. So the, oh, it was the Royal Navy. Sorry. The Royal Navy. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, keep going. The Royal Navy was like hanging out, helping Russia in World War II. They were like, you know what? We're with you. Fuck Nazis. Yeah. So they're, yeah. they've got their submarine and the Russians were like, man, thank you so much for helping me. This is so tight. We're going to give you a reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> you sure this is the Russians and not the Finns? Because the this Finns is, have lots of reindeers in Finland. This is why I think Finland isn't real because of this motherfucking story. Don't think I didn't build something up to hit the nail on the coffin. All right, Miss Segway. Tell us about so, the reindeer. They were given this reindeer because uh, the Soviet naval admiral uh, didn't have anything else to give. Because it's wartime. It's bad. Nazis are bad. Russians were good. It was a weird time. Yeah. What? I mean, Nazis are still bad, but Germans are generally okay people. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it depends on your math. Well, what had happened was the the British naval head du- head bitch in charge was like... Admiral? 
Yeah, he was like my wife. I don't know. He was like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. I, I'm, I don't do it. Don't do it. I'm trying so hard. My concubine, my my wife. My mom. Oh, no, we said no. So he was like, my wife is having trouble pushing the pram. I don't know. I, I know it's in like a, a pram is a yeah, stroller. A stroller. Oh, in Britain. Yeah. Times. Oh, I thought it was like a totally different. I no, like a, a pram is a, stol- a, a stroller. Yeah, it's like one oh. of those like you know those black strollers. Yeah, with the, the cool hood looking one that like cars are always in the change of hitting. Yes, yeah. yes. If you remember the escape. beginning of mm-hmm. the movie Hook, when yes. little Robin yes, falls yes, out yes. of the pram, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. So his Wait, wife's having his trouble. His not Robin, is it? No, it's Peter. In it's that. Peter. <laughs> it's I said Peter, Peter Pan. Pan. I was thinking. I no, I know. Robin, Robin Williams. Anyways, but okay. yeah, and Robin. So the pram. Shirt for perambulator. Nerd. Nerd. All right. Let's go. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the Russian guy's like, in Russia, we have reindeer pull baby, I guess. Because okay. he like, gave him a reindeer and was like, hey, take this home to your wife. And he's like, I'm on a fucking boat. Like, I don't wait the fuck. So they put the reindeer down the torpedo chute. What? Like, into the submarine. Are you kidding? Yeah, into the submarine. Reindeer are huge. I know. And yeah, like a moose. Yeah. Like yeah. giants. So then the reindeer, and they gave him a bunch of moss, too, because he was like, this is what this guy eats. <laughs> <laughs> Take this, too. Here's all this moss. Yeah. It's like three handfuls of yeah. moss, like this many. This is how many I have. So it's just an H-E-B bag full. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Some it's biodegradable. 100%. Uh, all of this, everything in the story is biodegradable, except for the boat. So <laughs> thank God. They put the the reindeer down into the torpedo area, and they're like, "Oh, he'll just hang out in like the torpedo hole." Who wouldn't? And then the reindeer was like, "No, bitch!" And then the reindeer slept under the captain's bed because it was like, Mm-mm. "What was You're- it like? Totally domesticated?" It was. I don't know, but she. It was like. <laughs> I imagine her being a she. So mm-hmm. that's just me. No, you. I got but it. I, I imagine her being a femme. Oh, because her name was uh, Pennywise. No, that's not her no. name. <laughs> no. Her name was uh, Pollyanna. Same thing. Same, same. Um, okay. Pennywise Still a character. A yeah. yeah. Uh, so she was chilling out under the, the captain's bed. Yeah. Being a real bitch about it. And then right. she got, she, like, they ran out of moss, obviously. Obvi. How so, far were they going? Was this like a three-day road trip? or No, the... The a three-hour tour. tour. No, yeah. this was a few days, if not a month. I would have <gasps> to look that up. I mean, this reindeer was on there for a minute, y'all. <laughs> so the reindeer runs out of fucking moss, and then it starts eating whatever scraps are on the boat, and then it starts eating um, condensed People. milk. Oh, condensed damn. milk was a huge like th- condensed milk was like the thing in World condensed War Two. Condensed milk is delicious. Yeah. For, uh-uh. yeah, it's real sweet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's like sugary. You make pies delicious. with it. I yeah. was a formula baby, so I don't get uh, it. Well, yeah, breast Sorry. milk. Supposedly it tastes Isn't like it fruit like, loop Yeah, milk. it's supposed yeah, to be like, like breast cereal milk. milk. 
Imagine all these sailors being like, oh, just like that titty I had when I was a baby. Yeah, that's easy to imagine. They all remember it. That's totally exactly how sailors are. Yeah. (laughs) You're just stereotyping sailors. Um, I I don't think we invented that one. I don't think so either. Um, So Pollyanna also, she also ate a navigation chart. She was Uh-oh. a bad girl. I know, but Wait, she's a reindeer. Was it like their African. only one? Uh, no, this doesn't get scary at all. No. Oh. I'm just going to be this bummed out like <laughs> if they all die on a submarine in the yeah. Rudolph dies. This isn't oh. like Blair Witch Project with a moose no, on I a boat. Just <laughs> I, just, I just decided to actually tell a story instead of just be like, guys, this is real, like I did last time. Okay. Um. So because she was eating so much condensed milk... By the time she got to, they got to um, the UK or Britain or whatever it was then, um, that she was <laughs> too fat to get same. back through the UK for the, uh, <laughs> She was too fat to get back through the torpedo shooter, <sighs> so they were like, oh, "Fuck!" So they she like, she gar she like Winnie the Pooh herself into the boat. She no, she couldn't poo herself she was out. <laughs> no, I said Winnie the. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't do it. So they had to get a winch down <laughs> and they fucking lift this goddamn reindeer. Imagine being the the guy on deck that day being like, God damn it. Imagine being that winch. Yeah. Ugh. Poor woman. Wait, they got her out? <laughs> yeah, they winched her out of there. And then she went to the Regent's Park Zoo, which is now the London Zoo, which makes mm-hmm. me think some things changed in London since World War Two. Yeah, they got bombed a bit. Yeah, yeah quite but the a zoo bit. survived. Um, well, yeah, it moved, but yeah. But yeah, she also like sh- if something came on the loudspeaker at the zoo, she would duck down like she was still on the submarine because she was used to like, oh. in close quarters. Yeah, that's cute. She's real cute. She died five years after that. Wait, so did she never get to do her job of pulling the stroller around? No, she the went pram. straight to the zoo. Because they could probably take better care of her at the zoo than, like, I don't know, downtown London or whatever. <laughs> well, then the Russians gave kind of a silly gift, didn't they? they gave yeah, our, dude, they gave I a, mean, a fucking reindeer when they all they have is a submarine. Are reindeer as, like, formidable as horses? Like, are they intelligent yeah, enough they to... They pull sleigh. Hey, man... I don't know if you've heard the conspiracy, but <laughs> no, I don't have time for that. Santa Claus All right. might be unreal. You just reminded me. Oh, oh, oh! Okay. Also, I'm sorry. Really quick, last thing about about this. So, um, in December of 2009, the museum. Th- this is all like museum lore. Mm-hmm. Um, this museum had Santa go down in the submarine, and then Polly and they couldn't get him out. <laughs> and then they winched his ass <laughs> out because he couldn't poo himself out. But they, instead of having an actual reindeer in there, they had the moss as like a this. Remember Pollyanna? Oh, symbolic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Cool. I guess that was a terrible add-on. I'll go fuck myself. Thank you. No, don't. It was terrible. I was too busy. I wasn't listening because I remembered proof that Finland exists. Ugh. There's a documentary called Laplander Boom. Reindeer Castration. <laughs> Laplander reindeer crest. So in Finnish culture, no, in Finnish. Prove to me this wasn't (laughs) created by Russians. 
No, I don't want to see a reindeer get castrated. I don't Karina, either. I'm not into up. it. I don't want to see is it. This fucked up. That they look Russian to me. Do you not want to see how they do it? No. Okay. I'm. I assume that they just tie like something elf. around the poor to... little reindeer balls. These are Finnish right? people doing Finnish they things. They just wear that They're... on the reg. Yeah. This do is they what they wear. Do they look like gnomes? Because yeah, kind feel of. Like that's a. All right. No, she's look. the. She does the work. Don't don't watch it. What's she doing? I'm really upset. Describe it because I can't see it. This isn't made in yeah, Finland. No, these are like uh, native. No, Finns. they don't have teepees up there. Yeah, That's they some do. Bullshit. This, these are na- This is like the traditional culture. Here she goes. The Russian. Is she gonna bite the? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! What the fuck is wrong with? What the- happened? Oh my god! Did she bite him off? This <laughs> is not real at all. This double downs on Finland not being real. Now he's just smoking a J out of nowhere. Anyway, that's how they do it. Yeah, she she like, bit them she off. She went down on that reindeer and okay. just bit the balls off. And now that reindeer's not going to make too many reindeer babies. It's like yeah, spay and neuter. He won't make any, mm-hmm. except for with her. So at least Pollyanna escaped that fate. Sometimes oh, it's some good woman to be- going down on her. What was she going to do? Bite her little pussy off? <laughs> Could be. That's know. what I'm saying. Honestly, reindeer probably. Not that tiny. Opposing. Well, when you asked if reindeer were formidable, that was like my first thought, like which is was about their tiny. You know, not that formidable, or people wouldn't be traditionally biting their nuts off. Got it. Yeah. Well, no, because that's not real. But also, like none that of was that's documentary real. footage. That was from a documentary. Yeah. Well, the moon landing. Your last too. story rests on one God documentary. Damn you, conspiracy theorists. <laughs> well, then the moon landing happened too. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad, I'm glad we're fighting this episode. I really, <laughs> same studio, different story. Uh huh. Finland's real. This that's is how what they we wear. That's how they, they tested the that. lighting. What year was that? Do they have on cone hats? Yes, for real. Yes, they look yes. like a bunch of David the gnomes running I around. I knew biting, they'd have on cone hats, biting on deer balls. This that was awful. If they're not biting on them, though, who will? Other deer. Other deal or a dolphin? Dolphins, them. no. <gasps> Where did they Where find the a dolphin come in from? Finland? Probably in the water that Finland is. Also, <laughs> I don't think we're supposed to be in Finland right now. I think we're in Russia, right? <sighs> Isn't that I, I, where the, yeah, the you know what? Wait, no, 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 no. I'm they were pull going Lisa. back to where? Hmm? Wait, the Russians. So they were going back. Oh, to they Britain. were going to Britain. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There, sorry. The Royal Naval. Homeboys and at all, that's all, and they got the reindeer, and then the reindeer went to the zoo. All right, I just googled Russian reindeer castration to prove that that was only a Finland thing, just to prove that Finland exists. You're going to be on so many fucking lists for looking this shit up. Russian reindeer castration turns up lots of videos, y'all. So like, uh, it's a fetish. National Geographic man castrates reindeer with his teeth. National Geographic, aye, National, aye. National United States government. Ge- <laughs> That's true. I give up. But you're right. It's obviously the Russians. I can slip into my crazy real hard. <laughs> real easily. All right. So that was two heartwarming stories. One, <laughs> one of a French woman being burned to death and the other of a reindeer being tortured for a month until it had PTSD it in fine. a zoo. Yeah. Had PTSD it- in the zoo. An announcement came on it with duck. That's true. That's no, that was, talk. she was Learned being cute stuff. Yeah. Why would she be cute? That's not cute. That's like a rescue dog. Yeah. 
It's got some trauma. It's upset. Yeah. I think she's fine. She well, had, she's dead. She had carnation car- condensed milk. Would you Would you be fine if you got too fat to get out of a submarine? <laughs> God. Man, that's a... Well, really we had to get the crane <laughs> to get Lisa out of the submarine. Yeah, this is some Gilbert Grape bullshit. I cannot <laughs> handle oh this right God. now. If I ever... got. Can you guys promise right now that if yeah. I get half a Gilbert Great Mom, will you just take me out? We'll just slap you with a take spatula. Take you out of your house? No, like, just kill me. Like, no. We'll I don't bring think we... Johnny Depp over and we'll yeah. let him assess the situation. Oh, that'd be mortifying. Why? He's halfway to a Gilbert Great Mom size himself now. He's bad. Look him up with misconduct. I, I don't, don't uh, need we to. We all know. We know Johnny Depp. Amber, Everybody knows. That Amber article. Heard. Yeah. I heard Amber heard. Hurt. All right. Whitney. Just kidding. I don't so two heartwarming so. stories. What do we have next, Whitney? Mine is not heartwarming. My sweet dark I think it's friend. a little heartwarming at the end. It might be okay. Okay. So my story is about Nellie Bly and the Women's Lunatic Asylum on Blackwell's Island Fun. in New York City. Nellie Bly is one of my heroes. I'm Nellie so Bly is a badass. Yes. So let's talk a little about Nellie Bly. So Nellie Bly, not her real name, she was called Elizabeth Jane Cochran, was born in 1964, or 1864, not 19, let's correct that. Born in 1864, which was kind of the height of the American Civil War, kind of on the downswing, but shit was real bad. Mm-hmm. Victorian era. She was born in Cochrane Mills, Pennsylvania, which is now a suburb of Pittsburgh, very close to Pittsburgh. Um, it was named after her dad, so they were well so off. she's big shit. She's big shit for a little bit. But she was one of a whole bunch of children. I have 10 here, but I heard in other things that there were like 18. So I don't know if there were married in children and stuff like that. She had at least 10 blood siblings. Okay, wow. So as a teenager, she was called Pinky and she really hated it because she wore pink a lot and she didn't want to be called that and decided she had rosacea or she was an albino she was a rich yeah. girl she was people called her pinky she hated it she wanted to be sophisticated and taken seriously and um so in this john hughes movie she's molly ringwald yeah she's molly ringwalding oh pretty hard it. yeah um instead of well i think in what is that 16 candles her mom is dead right Mm-mm. Pretty and pink. Pretty and pink. Her mom is dead. Well, she left them. Yeah. Well, in this one, dead she has her. both parents, and then her dad dies when she's in her teens, and all the money dries up to get her to go to school. So her and her mom move to Pittsburgh. What and about the other 10, 15 kids? Mom doesn't give a fuck about those kids. Hell yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah. Mom knows what happened. Yeah. She's got her eye on the prize. It's cool. So 1884, uh, Nellie is 20 years old. She reads this shithead article called What Girls Are Good For in the the Pittsburgh Dispatch. And basically it's written by this guy 
who works at the Pittsburgh Dispatch, and he says that he has five children. They're all girls, and he doesn't know what to do with them, and that the only thing that they're good for is for birthing children and keeping the house clean. And he goes on to say that back in the day, that was when China had that fucked up policy of killing female babies just to make room for Mm -hmm. male babies. And he's like, that might save girls from their ultimate destiny of either having to constantly give birth or just be housekeepers so he's a real so he's saying he's basically we don't need you should be dead and he also thinks that women who work are considered monstrosities Hmm. so he's a real winner as you can see i'm a real monstrosity i know aren't we all let's hope so (laughs) nelly is super pissed by this article she reads and she writes a letter to the editor george madden under the pseudonym Lonely Orphan Girl. And um, I feel like both of these pseudonyms have been about. Well, you get it. Too. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Lonely Orphan Girl, though. I've got to give her that's That's pretty MySpace. That's really good. Yeah. 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 That, that may have actually been my life. <laughs> <laughs> so Madden, George Madden, the editor of the paper, is super impressed by her letter and asks her to flesh it out and make it into an article. And she does, and she calls it. Wait, who is this editor? His name is George Madden. He's the editor. Good for him. Uh, yeah, he's for a little bit. Yeah. Oh. So for the Pittsburgh Dispatch, and he, so she fleshes fleshes out this article and calls it the girl puzzle, and she in it she, she named it that. She's great. In it, yep. she says that. Men and women look down on one women who are less fortunate. There are rich women out there who think that women who are working are beneath them. And that she suggests that if people hadn't been brought up in high society and always been expected to take care of, they would have, if they hadn't always had that, they would know what it's like to be a female in the working world and have to deal with, you know, being labeled a pariah, no matter what you do. Like if you're working, you're damned. If you're not working, you're lazy. If you're with a man who's not your husband, then you're totally fucked. So, and at the time property laws were like, if you did earn anything and a man comes along, he can just take it. Yeah. So she, she writes this article And she also argues for pro-divorce reform because women, her mom actually ended up getting divorced from, so her dad died, but she got remarried and her mom got divorced from this man because he was abusing her. And she, so she's pro-divorce reform and there's a couple of good quotes. to what? Like, what was it? To like. To allow it. Yeah. So like before they would. In America, it wasn't allowed? It was allowed, but if you did get a divorce for whatever if you found a reason, it was much harder for women to sue for divorce than men. Men could sue for divorce and just win. Women couldn't. And if you did, all the property was the guys because women weren't legally allowed to own anything. Because were women legally considered property at that time? Yes, essentially. Okay. That was the early suffragette kind of. So 
A couple of really great quotes from her in this article are, quote, how many wealthy and great men could be pointed out who started in the depths, but how many are there women? If you let a youth start as an errand boy, he will work his way up until he is one of the firm. Girls are just as smart, a great deal quicker to learn. Why then can they not do the same? Oh, she already knew we were faster she did. to learn. And then she ends the article with, here would be a good field for believers in women's rights. Let them forego their lecturing and writing and go to work. More work, less talk. Take some girls that have the ability to procure for them situations, start their own way, and by doing so, accomplish more than by years of talking. Yeah, she's a badass. Fuck. She's a killer, man. She's super cool. Where is she now? We need her. Well, she's dead now. But. (laughs) So she was super progressive. Uh And so after she writes this article, the dispatch hires her full time. The fucked up part is, is uh, so she's a pioneer of investigative journalism. She's super involved. She thinks, you know, you should immerse yourself in the story that you're writing. Yeah. So she starts to do that and is investigating women who work in factories. And obviously conditions in factories are fucking terrible. Right. This Let's is, all remember Les Mis again. Yeah, this is shirtwaist fire. Oh, I was thinking. Yeah. 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 Times. Was yep. it Nellie in American Girls? Yeah, there's a Nellie American Nelly. Girl oh, doll. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Who's yep. loosely Nelly based used to on... to work in the factory, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So she reports on these factory women and all this stuff, and the paper starts getting complaints from the factory owners because she's calling them on their bullshit and the whoops the uh her editor is like what's up nelly remember how we were cool with this turns out we're not really cool with this anymore i'm sorry i'm so high i just realized what we were talking about when i said nelly from american girl i'm sorry but yeah. we both knew you no, were we talking knew what about you were with the american, american girl, girl dolls, dolls. Okay. yeah no yeah. we were with you but i totally forgot that her i just it's blowing your mind, huh? Kind of is. Yeah. yeah. The American Girl doll series is it's legit. Pretty on yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. So the editor is like, yo, all these rich people in town are getting pissed at us about the articles that you're writing. So we're gonna move you into the women's pages. Yep. Which is essentially gardening articles and recipes. society and recipes mm-hmm. and cooking. And she's pissed and doesn't want to do it and she's like okay well fuck y'all i'm going to mexico (laughs) (laughs) so and then she got shipped to a little island so oh god (laughs) she at it in 1865 or is that right yeah no no that's right that's wrong 1885 there you go age 21 she spends about a year and a half reporting on the on the lives of the mexican people and she's just being a correspondent about Mexico. My favorite part is that she talks about how Mexican soldiers would smoke an herb named marijuana, mm-hmm. which they would roll into cigarros and smoke. And it produces intoxication that lasts for five days. Mm-hmm. Oh. So 
What were they smoking? I don't know what they were smoking, but apparently it lasts for five days. Probably a little bit of ayahuasca in it. I was about to say. Some other shit's going on. Yeah. Or she probably just didn't smoke it herself and just went off of it. But eventually she... Oh, she smoked it. I hope she smoked it. Oh, she smoked it. She might not have. So she eventually uncovers that the Mexican government is suppressing their um, reporters there. And does a story about it. And the president, Diaz, who I think was president last yep. time in my story before this. Yep, he was the one who was a dictator Porfirio and was Diaz. Yeah. yeah, he mm-hmm. was like, fuck you, we're going to arrest you. And she was like, cool, I'm going back to America. Mm-hmm. So she goes back. Fair enough. She's back in Pittsburgh for a little bit and gets irritated because she's back on the like ladies beat. And she... Was the dispatch publishing all these Mexican... Yeah. Articles? Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so she's pissed and she's like, I can't stay here anymore. I'm going to New York. And she sends her editor this note that says, Dear QO, I'm off to New York. Look out for me. Bly. Nice. And that was it. Oh. Like. She fucking tweeted that. Fuck you. Yes. Yeah, I'm gone. So she Look goes to New York. Look Damn out for bitch. me, man. Bly. She, she, Bly. Don't at me. I love for her. real. Yeah. Love her too. Find me in the streets. So at age 23 in 1887, she's in New York and she finally gets a job from Joseph Pulitzer at the New York World. And he's like, fine, do you want a job? We want you to go undercover at an asylum because we've heard bad shit's going down because it was because it uh, what we hear is bad shit's going down and she's like i'm on it i got this and they're mm. like cool good luck yeah there's no american girl for this part no no <laughs> so no. nelly is like okay we're, it's on so she practices for a few days at the house she was staying in she was at a boarding house in New York City and she decides that she has to go to another boarding house. She wants to be a completely different person. She wants to practice being crazy. Yeah. So she practiced being crazy at her old house and is like, peace him out. Puts on some old clothes and starts kind of wandering the streets. And she comes to this place called the Temporary Home for Females, number 84, on Second Avenue. There were 83 others? Apparently. Least. Yeah, they franchised well. Damn. In, Damn. In New York City. YWCA was doing good back then. That's right. Yeah. That's way more than there's donut taco palaces. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets up to this place and the people are like, cool, you want to stay here? It's 30 cents a night. And she's like, I have 70 cents, so I'm good. So she's, <laughs> she doesn't have anything else with her. This is, this is turning into drunk history at this yeah, point. She's, she goes in and she kind of instantly hates this weird boarding house. There's probably like eight to 10 other women in it. They're all working women, like good for them, but they're all mm. fucked. They have to stay in this house like 30 cents a night, whatever. Uh, she starts to bring the crazy out that she's rehearsed. So she's been sitting by herself in this weird house. And, you know, back then people talked to each other constantly because there was no other way to 
past the There's time. No, no, no phones. So yeah. people are talking and she's abstaining and somebody comes down and sits next to her and they're like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I can't talk to anybody. They're all scary to me. I'm afraid of them and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, bitch. And so... They all start getting kind of <laughs> creeped out by Nelly. That's just me at a party. I know. Yes. I like, like, totally oh relate no, to that. Is that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's very crazy, apparently. Okay. So she's around still. And then finally, like, they go to and eat food at the house, whatever. She's still weird about it. It's time to go to bed. And everybody's getting ready for bed. And Nelly's like, I just want to sit on the stairs. And they're like, you can't just sit on the stairs. You have to go to bed. Like we got to get you in here. And she's just starts playing up the crazy even more. And eventually now all of the women in the house are aware of her crazy. And she's, they're like, no, one of them is like, she's going to murder us in our sleep. I do not want her here. Cause she doesn't want to talk to him. No, like she won't talk to him. She talks to this one woman who's actually really nice to her. And she talks about how bad she feels for acting like a crazy person <laughs> because this one woman is like, I'll stay with you, darling. I'm Victorian. And, and then she's genteel. like, yo, I'm lying. Yeah. Well, she doesn't, she can't say that yet. Oh. So the next morning she stays up, she forces herself to stay up all night. So she looks like a crazy person cause she never went to sleep and they finally call the police. So the police come and finally the, they're like, she's not talked to people sat well, on a staircase. Exactly. That's all it is. In the morning. She didn't sleep. And she said she was afraid of people. And that made the police come, man. <laughs> so the police come to be a woman. Yeah. The police come, they take her to the courthouse. The judge is like, Oh my God, you poor girl. You must've been drugged and taken here. Cause Nellie's pretty hot for the day. Like this is Nellie. She wasn't, even though oh, she was she, in yeah. kind of rugged clothes, she was pretty attractive. So the judge is like, this poor girl, she must be somebody's darling. Like, right. that's what Nellie writes is she had to have been somebody's darling. Somebody must be looking for her. But yeah, she kind of looks like Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody shows up, obviously, because she's pretending to be crazy. So the judge sends her to this place called Bellevue Hospital. And in Bellevue, they evaluate her and four doctors, four different doctors look at her and determine that she is like completely demented because <laughs> she cannot, she refuses to answer questions. She's like, they're like, where are you from? And she's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, what are you doing here? And she's like, I don't know. And they're like, cool, we're going to send you away. <laughs> So damn, they put her on this cruddy little boat and ship her to an island Wait, called what? Blackwell's Island, which is in the middle of New York City. There it is. You can. This is it where it is modern day. Okay, in the middle. So let me. Blackwell's Island. Blackwell's Island is now known as Roosevelt Island. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a long, narrow island in New York City's East River and lies between Manhattan to the west and Queens and Long Island mm -hmm. to the east. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. So on the island, the New York City Lunatic Asylum was opened in 1841, and everybody called it the Octagon, 
which is very MMA, <laughs> but um, it refers to the entrance hall to the asylum itself, which it was a five-story rotunda, and it opens up to the asylum. And she says before she gets on to the island, but here let me say one thing. From the moment I entered the insane ward on the island, I made no more attempt to keep up my assumed role of insanity. I talked and acted just as I would in ordinary life. Yet, strange to say, the more sanely I talked and acted, the crazier I thought to be all by the crazier I was thought to be by all, except for one physician. So once she gets on the island, she just acts normal. Acts normal. Yeah. Right. You can't prove you're not crazy once everybody thinks yeah. you're crazy. So she gets onto the island and there's about five women who are with her and she's assessed by a doctor and like shit's super weird. They keep calling in these other women. What is it? Oh, the that's octagon. the octagon yep. yeah sorry my pictures are so it's hey, I yeah, have pictures. it's still there dude i have something to don't read too okay, far ahead i'm not gonna I read ahead to say just, at the end. okay cool okay so nelly goes in for her evaluation by this doctor once she gets on the island and there's a nurse in there also and the whole time they're like flirting with each other gross style like <laughs> the, they don't give a fuck yeah they don't give a with... fuck about her mental health and the doctor's talking to the nurse and he's like so what are you doing this week and she's like i don't know your face and he's like oh, cool <laughs> so this is happening as she's being weighed and measured by the way she was five five like 112 pounds and i was like fuck you Bitch. yeah <laughs> whatever just kidding but yeah, they're being flirty and creepy and ignoring her. And Nellie keeps saying she's not crazy. Like, I'm not crazy. I was just feeling weird this one time. And they ignore her. They go, they take her into like this freezing cold area where they all have to wait. They can't sit down. For dinner, they're served five prunes, a cup of pink tea, and one piece of bread with spoiled water on it. Oof. But, or not water, butter. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how you really spoiled I thought you were going to bust water. out with the, the wet eggs yeah. next. Yeah. With wet <laughs> eggs. <laughs> After dinner, all of the women are forcibly bathed in ice cold water. And they keep dumping water over their heads. And she feels like drowning. So it's kind of waterboarding. Waterboarding. I had a bubble in my throat. Yeah. Waterboarding. Waterboarding. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of just giving her a towel, they just throw this flannel gown on her and then she can't sleep in it because it's soaking wet because they didn't dry her off. Ugh, so flannel. she's trying to sleep in this wet flannel. She gets moved to a room by herself because she's being noisy. And I don't know. It's just shit that night. And for most of the nights in the morning, they're taken to the bathroom again. And there are 45 women in her like hall unit. Mm -hmm. And they're all expected to use the same two towels 
to wash in the morning, Ew. like their faces and stuff. It's probably moldy as fuck. Then they made all the women sit down and the nurses brushed out their hair. And I don't know. I just imagine someone trying to brush my hair in the morning. That's not me. And just ripping the yeah. fuck out of your hair. And yeah. her hair is still kind of half wet because she couldn't try it off. Anyways. How are they Real not terrible. full of lice, too, at that, that point? Yeah, yeah. yeah that Because you know too. they're using one comb on these women. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, all the food is inedible, including breakfast. And there's... show. She goes to a doctor. Doctor has paper and a pencil. Or the nurse has her paper and pencil, and she's asking for it back, and they won't give it to her. And then the nurse leaves and like a couple days later, the doctor's like, you didn't have a pen and paper when you came in here. You just had a book. Oh yeah. my God. And she's like, what are you talking about? So all this stuff keeps happening. She sees women who are, they're out on a walk and there's these women who are the most violent, who are strung to each other with belts and ropes. And there are women who are supposed to be suicidal, but she ultimately learns that it's just women who act out too much and they regularly beat them and all this stuff. And the worst part, my least favorite part is this old, like 70 year old blind woman is crying one night and the nurses are teasing her and she's out roaming the halls because she can't see and she can't find her way back to her room so the nurses keep making fun of her and they finally come out and grab her and Miss Group, who is like the worst nurse. Also, that's a terrible, that's is. a great name for a terrible nurse. It is. Right. Miss Group comes over, sits the old woman down on the bench and Mrs. Group's, her hands are like super cold and she runs them over the seven-year-old woman's like arms and then down her shirt and laughs at her because it's so cold and so invasive. And then she encourages all the other nurses to do the same thing to this 70-year-old blind woman. Oh, my God. So it's really fucked up and terrible in this place. And the nurses are on the loose. <laughs> Miss Group, we're like Miss Group. Yeah, exactly. For real, hmm. like there's some That's shit. Fucked up. That's insane. That's like a gang rape. Yeah. Like nurse style. Yeah, yeah. That's some like Harmony Corinne movie bullshit. Yeah, exactly. So there's that shit going down. There's also a litany of women who just speak different languages that were admitted because they got ill. They were like <laughs> physically sick in a hospital, and then they were like. But I only speak French. And they were like, we can't understand you, crazy person. And they just sent them to the island because they didn't speak English. So there's a whole bunch of women yeah, that checks out on America. the island there. Mm -hmm. So there was a mentally handicapped woman who was admitted a few days after Nellie was. And she always talks about how she's 18 years old. Like that's what's stuck in her brain. She always talks about her being 18 mm -hmm. and the nurses know that she's visibly older and they find out that she's 33 years old. And so they relentlessly tease her until she's like bawling 
and they get mad at her because she won't shut up. And so they start slapping her in the face and she keeps crying more because they're slapping her in the face. And when that doesn't work, they start to choke her out. And so she's choking and they drag her into a closet and beat her until she's knocked out. Oh my God. Because they were, they started. Yeah. Yeah. Because they started shit. So it's all horrible. What was the planned? Was there any planned treatment or was it just like, just put these people over here? What it is, is they put people over there and hope that somebody else will eventually be like, hey, I'm going to take care of them. I don't want them here anymore. Wow. And so there are like, I think there was like 1,100 or 1,600 women staying in this facility. So a shitload. So that's so many. That's a high school. Yeah. You know, she's in there for a total of 10 days listening to stories of beatings. There was a girl who had been admitted day of beaten, drugged, and then found dead in her next in the next morning in her room due to convulsions, whatever that means. On her last day, her a lawyer shows up and he's like, you have friends who are willing to take care of her. I guess by this point, either the newspaper wanted her out or her friends had like seen her picture because yeah. the fact that this missing girl was so enigmatic and went to this place. I'm sure somebody recognized her by that point and was like, oh, shit, it's Nellie. Mm-hmm. Like, she got squirrely. Need- yeah. So yeah. and she admitted herself or when she was admitted, she told them her name was Nellie Brown. So she wouldn't like Nellie Bly, Nellie Brown, same mm-hmm. initials, blah, blah, blah. So her lawyer comes and I think literally like that day, they're like, cool, Nellie, you're out. Bye. And she's like, bye, everyone. And they like drag her out and she's gone. So she finally gets out after 10 days of being there. And she's super upset about all the women who are still there, like a bunch of sane women. She saw all of that shit in 10 days. Yeah, seriously. A bunch of sane women. Granted, there were some. Yeah insane women there but but I mean they were being treated awfully so after the article comes out Nellie is summoned by a grand jury to be a witness to the investigation into the island and they ask her to come along with the jury back to the island and the asylum and the asylum gets wind that they're coming so they get on this boat to go back to the asylum and the boat is like sparkling clean and all nice, way different than the boat that she took over. They get there and the nurses are saying that everything that she said is untrue. The superintendent of the asylum says he can't say if the baths were cold or not and if the food was bad because it was pretty much all due to lack of funding he blames everything on lack of funding and he says that had he known Nellie was a reporter he would have done something (laughs) and he would have been on her side and helped him or her Um, they bring out one of Nellie's friends from the asylum who tells her story Nellie's this girl was on the boat. She was there for the same amount of time as Nellie was. And 
Uh, she also says that since Nellie left, the nurses are being nice to them. They have a whole bunch more clothing because all of them are freezing. Mm. They have better food. Mm -hmm. The doctors are paying attention to them. Mm -hmm. Shit is there for now. Yeah. They're on their a game because of what she did. And Nellie is like, well, where's the French woman? Where's this person? Where's that person? And all of the other women she had spoken to were gone. Like Go they ahead. were indisposed or they're the main French woman that she talked to, like she could speak French and this woman was just French. That was yeah. her crime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was healthy and normal when Nellie had talked to her was all of a sudden dying of paralysis. Like all these women were what sequestered or gone or something. And so the jury is like, this is bullshit. And they award like the mental health system or whatever, $1 million for the benefit of the insane, which today would be the equivalent of $28.5 million. Right. And I don't know. God, I hope it went to people. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they, they ended up being like, Oh, Nellie's story is bullshit the nurses and the doctor said it well the doctor was like if i had known i totally would have been nice to you yeah and then the nurses are like no we're nice all the time the baths are warm but nobody believed them because it was but did clearly the million dollars get awarded to like because they said funding was bad also why yeah. were they saying funding was bad because i'm sure it was they were convinced but of that it was in the article that she wrote or she wrote a series of articles but in it she talks about how they would walk past like the nurses eating and they had like fresh food and right. stuff like that but their food was like always spoiled Prunes. and rotten and prunes prison rolls yeah Ugh. yeah but she went on to write a bunch of stuff about World War One and women's suffrage and predicted that it would be 1920 before the women got the vote. Yep. And she went around the world in 72 days uh -huh. instead of the 80. around the world in 80 oh, days. Oh, I knew that bitch. Yeah. 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 I mean, it took me till now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've heard of this bitch. No, she's, she's such a certifiable she's badass. A bad bitch. She is. Yeah. She did, <laughs> at age 31... She married a millionaire named Robert Seaman, yep. oh, who was no. 73 years old. Bob Seaman? Bob Seaman. She mm. was 31, mm -hmm. married a 73-year-old. She knew what she was doing. Yeah, she did. He died 10 years later, and she was like... Probably faster than she cool. thought, or slower than she thought. Honestly, yeah. yeah. So she's also the inspiration for Gold Lois Lane. Oh. No. Sarah Paulson in American Horror Story Asylum and a bunch of different Disney Lois movie Lane. characters. Yeah. Oh, because she's a reporter. Yeah, well, no, she's and, a reporter. Yeah, there's like there's a whole trope of female reporters in like 1930s movies that are all based on Nellie Bly. Like she inspired yeah. that Part whole of idea. San Diego. That's mm. a international jewel thief. Get same, it right. same. <laughs> <laughs> from Finland. Mm, as we know no way she's from finland well she stole finland because no one you just i'm sorry I'm back that's why it doesn't exist video. carmen san diego stole it my favorite part is that the octagon 
was refurbished recently. Oh, yeah. And it's become part of an apartment complex. Fuck <laughs> that. Fuck and all of that. Nope. The history section, this is directly from the apartment complex's website. It says, in 1841, the Octagon opened beautifully as a, as a beautifully designed island retreat. The era's what? most influential architect, known for the Hudson River Estates, Davis's designs, building a five-story octagonal rotunda, blah, blah, blah. They talk about Charles Dickens, who was like, yeah, it's a hospital. But uh, they never mention it was no, the insane asylum? They say it was... In 1894, the Octagon was converted into a, the Metropolitan Hospital for which a steamer service ferried patients and staff across the East River. It mentions nothing of the insane asylum. Oh, my God. And fuck that. The fuck that. fact that, that... That is haunted as fuck. I know. There's no way there's also, not... Look at this creepy picture of the stairwells with no. all no, the I know. fucking no. nurses. No. And here is the refurbished stairwell now. No. Like, no. no, that's... That, that, so they did the same, they did the same thing in Houston. There was a mental health facility mm -hmm. in downtown Houston that was like haunted as shit. We all knew it. What is that? That's supposedly one of the rooms. I haven't had time to vet, vet the photo. <laughs> in the rotunda? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so in Houston, they had this, this like old, it was an old um, Civil War hospital turned, Mental health care facility, not health care. Let's just be crazy. Uh, let's just be honest. It was yeah. a fucking crazy house in right. asylum. And they're like, people clearly died there. Like in high school, it was a thing to like go there and go through the gates. Yeah. And like there was an, like a, an incinerator where they would incinerate <gasps> bodies and it was oh. like thrown out by the fence and like shit was crazy i had friends that went in there and they like were there's papers everywhere like they just had to abandon right. these places in the 80s and they turned it into housing for artists yep specifically yeah and i went to <laughs> one party there and i was like i hate this entirely yeah this is i hate this <laughs> yeah god it's terrifying it's, it's so because like even th like the updates to the it's still a fucking it's you crazy feel it. yeah. yeah yeah like walking through you're still like even if this had just been built like 20 years ago this would still be a place where crazy people live. like it looks like rent like the right. musical rent where you're like i'm barely getting by do I'm you have a candle yeah do yeah, you, yeah do you have a motherfucking candle because this shit does not work there's there's a it's a specific kind of architecture the my middle school where I went to middle school is designed by an architect it was his first project that wasn't a prison or an, or a mental hospital <laughs> like this was a famous fact we're about, letting you branch out Barry yeah it's like Barry you make, a middle, make a middle school, school. and it felt like an insane asylum oh, like everything God. was in a quad and it was penned in and like it was made to have chain link barbed wire fence around it like it was crazy how that feeling like you know as soon as you get into mm -hmm. a building 
where there are cells. Mm -hmm. That's how my elementary was in Amarillo. Yeah. Where there were pods and cells, like second grade pod, third grade pod. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, why do I feel like I'm not allowed down certain hallways? It's so weird. Yeah. Why the lights flicker? Amarillo. (laughs) Now I'm just calling out Texas towns. I'm really sorry. Beaumont, Amarillo, you're both. Oh, Amarillo. You're both places. You're both places. Amarillo has been on justifiable blast since Joseph Amarillo founded it or whatever. That's true. Yeah. It's oh, I don't know about that. that. I just made that up. I think it's just okay. the Spanish word for yellow. But Yeah, amar- amarillo. See. <laughs> <laughs> sí. What yes. did we uh what did we learn this time? What did we learn? Shit's crazy. Shit's, Shit's crazy. crazy. Don't go. Men are pigs. I don't know. Yours didn't really have anything to do with dudes. I, I don't think it was all dudes involved, to be honest, except for but the were they being reindeer. Dicks? I think we learned there's certain places you shouldn't go. You yeah. shouldn't go into the sky without any control of coming back down. You shouldn't go on a submarine with a reindeer. Yeah. And you shouldn't go on an insane asylum for yeah. any reason ever. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were don't gonna... get committed. <laughs> I was going to say Pittsburgh. You shouldn't go into <laughs> men's jobs as a lady. <laughs> 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 Hey, oh, uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Ballooning is not for you, ladies. Yeah. Reindeers are not for you, ladies. No, they're for the zoo. They are for the zoo and for uh, Santa. Fuck you, push your own stroller. You're proud. We don't yeah, we don't care if the Russian government Jinx. gave you a stroller helper. Yeah. It's uh, ours yeah, now. Also, like <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, Russia? I, I guess look, if maybe I'm it's pulling, maybe they got they like got their sled own strollers thing going on. Honestly, I'll fuck with our government. I will not fuck with Russian government. I think you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> great job of what? I don't care. They're they just have doing like a good silencers job. and stuff. We They'll be the people who stab look, you with an icicle and then it melts and nobody knows who stabbed uh, you with that. That is a baller move. That's the most baller. That's like the classic. The most Russian. It's fucking cold over there 24 7. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why they got reindeers pulling their babies around. Yeah. Here's my reindeer baby. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I don't know. Terrible. How do you call it? Pollyanna. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. right. (laughs) Try us again. Try this again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was that not uplifting? I um, think it Tell your well. friends how much fun you had listening to this. Rate us on whatever you found us on and listen to it on. Ratings That's are good. That's true. Should we say our outlets? Us. Yeah. What are our outlets? I don't know yet. Oh, I I got at Weird Brunch and at Weird Brunch on all at Weird Brunch. On Instagram and Twitter. Okay, so follow us on Instagram and Twitter. See if we have any content. We don't yet, but (laughs) I'm hoping we will. Give me the password of that Instagram. I will. I almost said it. Well, I mean, I guess I could say it and you could just edit it out. It'd be so funny if you did give everyone our password. The password is... Hey, that's a good way of knowing if anybody's listening to the end. No, it's kind of fun. See how many times I get hacked. Look, I'll talk. Yeah. Do you want to do it? I'm going to sleep on it. Hey, maybe that should be our thing. We'll give the password at the end of every episode. That's kind of what I like. Change it every episode. Then you can take over our Insta for a week. Yeah. (sighs) It's going to end up being all dicks. dicks. Yep. God, we are on the same page You know it's going to be all dicks. You're on Finland's. (laughs) You're on Finland's Just because I didn't want to say dick It doesn't exist. That's true. I don't like to say dick. Yeah, it's a weird word. It sucks. 
I'd rather say dick than. <laughs> I get it. I hate that I'm the male voice on this podcast. <laughs> it's real pretty. Though. We will it's definitely fine. be on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Last others. FM. We'll be all over the place. We are findable. Google us. We'll be there. Google. We'll yeah. be on Google. We'll be on Amazon. All of them. <laughs> Ask Jeeves. God bless. America <laughs> and Finland and Finland. Fuck Finland. No, it's good. We're not going to have any listeners in Finland if you keep this up. I, there aren't. <laughs> there isn't <laughs> anybody there. in Finland to listen to this because Finland doesn't exist. They're all in Sweden and Russia. Mm, mm, mm. That's rude. See you next time. I'm with you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>